0: This could go really good, or this could go awfully, awful, awful horrible. Yeah, probably. Yeah, it'll be fine. Probably a bit of both. Let's go. (laughs) Welcome to the Friendly Firecast. This is episode number 15, and for once, it's not Leo or Ben. No, it's me. Who's who's you? People might not remember who you are.
1: I'm Gaetano from MMGN. Very nice. How could they forget me?
0: How? Yes, you've got a you've got a face and a voice. It's been, no it's one been maybe forget.
1: four or five weeks since I've done this. I think
0: that's about the same time as I have not been. So here I before. went to
1: Sydney and I saw Bioshock, and then I was not here for something, and then oh, it was Easter. Yep. And then I was sick last week, so it's been three weeks.
0: Fair enough. Um, I'm Steve from Survivor.com. Also, I didn't know you'd be,
1: you had been introduced. To that's you, all right sorry.
0: Also, <laughs> I, I technically can say I'm from MMGN.com yes, now
1: because
0: I wrote a Battlefield V review. Thank, thank you. It's great to be here. Um, but we'll talk. About, I, guess, I guess we'll talk about that in a second. Really. Yes. No one else is here. We haven't done this in a while. We're well, rusty. Might Neil might be here later. Um, let's do the secret sound from last week. Now, I did listen. I made sure I listened to the podcast. I listened last to.
1: Week. I, I actually did listen to the podcast, but I don't remember the sound. It's
0: like a <laughs> noise, kind of.
1: So is it like a door opening? No, no, no. Or it's or like a screen? it's like a
0: suctiony noise. I've pretty much given it so away now.
1: Is it Luigi's vacuum? I'm pretty
0: sure it was. Now I can't actually say for sure because I don't know because Ben and Leo did the the noise uh, last week. But to back this claim up, we got an email today from Noel Wheatley, and he has also guessed that the secret sound is from Luigi's vacuum from Luigi's mention too. The I am ninety-nine percent giving the secret sound guess this week to Noel Wheatley. Bar bar uh, correction from Leo and Ben. And that means that Noel wins an amazing copy of Sly Cooper on PS Vita oh,
1: great I actually started playing that so that's pretty good
0: very nice and a copy of our uh, favourite television series that we've never watched Strike Back Strike Back season one on DVD Adults Only Adults Only
1: so we don't know Zoom Zoo gave it like a,
0: a <laughs> glowing review apparently
1: hopefully this guy that's won is an adult Noel that's is an adult, good. actually. That's that's he's, he's a
0: friend of uh, Survivor. I'm pretty sure okay. he's a friend of MMGN as well. Awesome. He's the nicest guy in the world. He has a million thousand old consoles. If you have any oh, wow. questions about retro stuff, he is definitely the guy he to go to. He should
1: join our retro forums.
0: He should. Noel, do that. I know you're listening. Retro Clearly you're listening. M- you guessed GM the sound. Com. Yes. Now, it's really echoey in here. Yeah? Yeah. Anyway, that's don't not the point. I know. I can't hear what we sound like. You can't hear yeah. echoes.
1: I can't hear what we sound like in the podcast, I mean.
0: True. Yep. Man, you see, we're really out of practice with this. The next thing that we normally do in these podcasts, I do remember, is uh, what have you been playing? So, Gatana, what have you been playing?
1: So, I've been playing the crap out of Bioshock um, in my third playthrough at the moment. Third playthrough? I've tried 1999 mode, the Konami code. (laughs) Yeah. And I, I enjoy it, but not to the point where I'm willing to play the same small area over and over and over and over again because I keep dying and I keep going back. That's how hard it is. It's ridiculous. Um, I can't imagine... I can't remember game. Have you played it? Bioshock.
0: Or 1999. Either. <laughs> yes to the game. Finished it. No to 1999. Okay. Because I got to the end. And near the end, when like things start happening, Yeah. like with L- Lady Comstock, that's not yes, too much yes. of a spoiler. No. I played through that and just thought, there is not... Yeah, so yeah, no I'm no going to play this on
1: 1999. Um, I I got maybe 40 minutes in, so beyond like the lighthouse and the introduction, and beyond the first bit of enemies, I got up to the murder of crows, the cult. Yeah. Guy. Oh, that guy! would just... yeah. it is do? Impossible. Couldn't do it. And I can't remember games being that hard. Anyway, I played on hard, and it was a good like yeah, exercise in yeah. like
0: milking those weapon kill achievements yeah. near yeah. the end because I just kept dying, and like, well, that's okay. Mm. I'll just keep dying on purpose now and take out 10 guys with a machine gun and take out 10 more. The kill count keeps going. The kill count keeps going but you didn't keep going. I was like broke for the entire last bit of the game because I just kept respawning and all my money just pshed away.
1: Interesting. I played it first on normal and I didn't know that you were losing money when you died. I didn't realise this for the whole playthrough. Then when I started playing hard (laughs) I noticed that oh crap I'm losing some money. But then when I went into 99 mode you would die twice and even if you had 500... Silver Eagles. Yeah. You would just go back to the main menu because you lose like two hundred coins every time you die. It's ridiculous. <sighs> yeah, I'm not gonna do it then. I don't think it's two hundred coins, but it's a lot. But it's
0: it's too much money, it's too rich for my blood.
1: Yeah. Um what else have I been playing? Slice Cooper we as well. Any good? Yes, it's great. Classic platforming gameplay. Nice. Um I'm maybe an hour in so I don't really know what it's like and not the length's like or anything, but yep. it's a lot of fun. Uh, what else? Company of Heroes 2, I played the beta. Nice. So, I don't know if you played the original.
0: I've, I've played some of Company of Heroes 2, actually. Um, okay. I've played it... When did I play it? They had, oh, they had a hands-off when it was still THQ. Mm-hmm. I played a bit at, right, at yeah. uh, EB Expo when it was just barely still THQ, and then I haven't seen it since. Okay. But the the call text stuff is really really. Cool.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is that is really interesting, and it was only a clo- it was a closed beta. You could only play skirmish, so there was no story, a bit limited in terms of what you could do, but really really hard. And I played the first one a lot, so it's good that this is kind of really ruthless in that it doesn't give you a chance to evolve your units at all. By the time I had riflemen on the battlefield, my enemy had tanks and flamethrowers, so. I really suck at the game but yeah it's good fun
0: tanks do beat people
1: yes, riflemen especially yeah well even if <laughs> you a rocket launch
0: tank might still do some damage yeah what else is that it
1: um, I've been playing uh, Fearless on iPad which is a great little indie game uh, it's like a motocross slash tiny wings kind of when you go down the hill and then take your foot off the accelerator, you get the momentum going up. Oh, you yeah. Tricks, you earn money, you unlock different races and different cards. It's actually a lot of fun. Check it out. And that's nice. it. Cool. Playing.
0: Um, I've been playing Injustice, but I wish I could say it, it was the console version, but not. I've been playing the iOS version. Have you taken a look at it?
1: I've got it on my iPad, but I haven't played it yet. It's really neat.
0: It, like Difficulty spike just like in the middle of the set of battles. Because I think I've, I've got... Batman, I saved up all my money and bought Batman. It was like the most expensive thing ever. But I have got Flash and Nightwing up to level 20. Because I played so many times, I had enough to afford Batman. I've got Batman up to level 20 now. And I'm at like a wall fighting characters who are level 20. But they're just like, you know, one super move and all my health just manages to mm-hmm. die. So it's, it's a nice kind of diversion um, distraction while you're waiting for the console game to come out. The thing that I think that's a bit stupid about it is I've seen Injustice a whole bunch of times now and the the cool bit was when like, I was at E3 last year and I saw Superman's finishing move where he punches you know the enemy up into the upper atmosphere and then he punches him back down to Earth. And like the first time you see that, that's the coolest thing in the world. The second time you see that, a little bit less. The third time yeah, you sure. see it... Though, and if this iOS version literally does have every single one of those kind of like super, super moves in it, you're kind of like watering down the console experience that's coming yeah. out two weeks after your iOS game. So it's like, it's good. I don't know how much people are playing it, if they're going to have that problem, but it's it's not bad. It's so, cool. it's, so it's free. It's free.
1: You've got microtransactions. Yeah. I wonder if we're going to see now more publishers do this where they're like, well, we've got this... Big blockbuster game coming out. Let's release a free iPad watered-down version, iOS yeah. version. Make, you know, different revenue rather than force a microtransaction into the console game where they don't really want it. That whole thing with EA saying that gamers love them. Yeah, but they're going to they be supported by everything. Really. Um, but, yeah, yeah. Um, it's an interesting model that they've gone with it. People are praising it, saying it's really good. They did it with the Avengers as well. Was that Warner Brothers?
0: because uh, oh, hmm. there was no console game actually no I don't just, remember in an Avengers iOS game it was an music. iOS app uh, yeah
1: anyway
0: well there you go so I've been playing that um, I've had I got back from San Francisco I haven't played Battlefield but I saw Battlefield I think we all saw that 17 minute demo I want multiplayer I think that's I don't even have to talk about Battlefield. I'll just say that. So
1: what did you say you saw? They showed uh, us
0: single player saying it was the most emotionally connective... Of course. uh, You know, (laughs) dice are the best storytellers on the planet. Like all these claims that just weren't fulfilled. Um, And and they've showed single player where they have taken a lot of mechanics from multiplayer and kind of wedged them in. So um, the coolest thing I think is that you can direct your squad mates to you know like focus fire on that or on this and you can like pick off enemies or you can kinda use your AI squad as a distraction so they're gonna keep you know the, the enemy engaged and you use a you know grenade launcher, bust a hole in a wall, go around, flank the enemy and like show up behind them and pick them all off. So like cool things like that. Yes. There's lots of destructibility, there's lots of vehicles, a whole bunch of like things that you'd think of battlefield for being in multiplayer have been put into single player with the idea that they're going to want to play the campaign over because it'll be so varied rather than just hanging on to multiplayer, which yeah. is not going to happen, let's be honest. And
1: co-op as well, right?
0: There's no co-op confirmed.
1: Confirmed. Sure. Well, it's a
0: st- I asked the question, they didn't answer it. So there's four people in your squad through the whole first mission that they showed us. It makes perfect sense to have four player co-op.
1: But then again, I mean, I was playing Vegas recently, Rainbow Six Vegas, and you're in control of two squad mates, and like those mechanics you were talking about, where you kind of direct them down a specific path, or you tell them what to do, I was actually doing that where I'd say, go in that position, smoke them, start shooting them, distract them, I'll go around the back, flank them, and yeah. take them down. And it shocks me that modern FPS, I say modern being games that were made in the last 12 months, 24 months don't even do have that. mechanics like that like, yeah. this is a game from 2006 <laughs>
0: because it's all about it's Hollywood moments and yeah, it's yeah. about scripted things that aren't scripted Oh, da, da. Mm-hmm. so it was alright like multiplayer We are
1: trying to define Battlefield 3 single player yeah well
0: and that's I, I had an interview with um, Patrick Back. Bach oh. Bach Bach how is it Bach. and Tobias Dahl who's the single player producer and like that that was one of the questions I asked like You made all these claims last night during the presentation. You didn't really deliver on them. What's your response to that? And they're like, oh, no, we heard it went really well. And then, you know, the other question I asked was, you got slammed for having a Battlefield 3 campaign that was, you know, linear, scripted, no, you know, originality, you know, trying to just basically trying to be Call of Duty. What's going to be different with this? Oh, it's tons of stuff. And so it's
1: it's almost like they're pushing away... (laughs) accountability they're saying well no we're just going to ignore what people say about the single player
0: well they're ignoring criticism saying oh but we've written a really really compelling story and you're going to really feel for the characters and people came up to me and asking about the characters and named them by name after one view and i'm like i have no idea what any of those characters names are it, they're trying obviously like multiplayer they've got in the bag they don't need to worry about that it'll be awesome battlefield multiplayer is spectacular and they're really trying to sell single player they did this with battlefield 3 like they, they presented they single player it. first and they tried to get you on board and then they went off at e3 with multiplayer mm-hmm. and
1: skabana they didn't so. really sell the multiplayer at all though they don't need to like i remember i didn't see anything about the multiplayer until the beta came out yeah battlefield 3
0: Well, it's it's Battlefield. It looks great. It's not even confirmed on PS4 yet. The only thing that's not not the only thing that is not confirmed to the only thing that's confirmed to not be a thing. There we go. um, Is Battlefield 4 on Wii U? It's not happening. So uh, that's cool.
1: Doing my silence. Does anybody care? No one cares. If Ben Um, was here, this
0: isn't going to be Friendly Fire U Part Two. This is going to be a non U bashing thing. Um, Things I've been playing. Once I got back from that in San Francisco, I had like a stack of review games to get through. So I've played a bit of Tiger Woods PGA Tour 14, which is exactly like Tiger Woods PGA Tour 13, except instead of looking at Tiger growing up, you know, as a legendary golfer, it's focusing on legends of the sport and on the four majors. So what the U.S. Open, the Open and the other two. Yeah, I don't know anything about it. It's that. it's pretty much the same game, but with more stuff added to it. I don't know personally if I would have bought fourteen if I had thirteen, mm-hmm. just because it is so similar. But you know, like it's a yearly sports title. People expect that if you're interested, you're going to get it regardless of what's new and what's different. So that's a thing. Um, I played Defiance, mm-hmm. which I've been hearing
1: pretty decently. <laughs> I think
0: overwhelmingly people are just saying oh it's really not crap i expected it to be crap um it's an mmo so i'm kind of i'm not really into mmos but Mm -hmm. i can appreciate that it's well polished and it's doing the right things um i'm more interested in the tv show and how they're actually going to interact Mm -hmm. with one another because like i understand that they will affect one another but how that's going to happen hasn't really been spelled out
1: they they said it was scripted they came out yesterday, I was reading something yesterday where they were saying that it's all scripted, all the things we've got are scripted out, we know what's going to happen, we know what's coming, so, I, I mean, I, I'm really interested to see how the MMO is going to work on consoles, I have no idea how that would work.
0: Well, I put, I put the disc in, because I played it on Xbox, put the disc in, it asked me if I wanted to do an install, which I highly recommended, so I said yes. I think it's a 5-gig install, if I rem- remember correctly. Um, that took about half an hour. And then as soon as I thought I was about to play, it started patching and went through about a half an hour of patching. And once that all happened, it was great and it worked really well. Um, teeny bit Laggy with, like, enemy death animations for some reason. Okay. Um, but that might have just been my network connection. I'm not sure. Um... It was fun questing. I went on a like big arc hunter, arc fall collection quest with about, I don't know, up to 50 other people. Um, it was good. It's, it's an MMO. If you like MMOs, you like shooting MMOs, mm-hmm. or you like either of those two genres. If you're into sci-fi, it's good. It's, it's a bit derogative. Derogative? Okay. Is that what I want to say? Yeah. Is that what I want to say?
1: I don't know. I'm, that- I'm losing my
0: mind. It borrows from a lot of other sci-fi properties. Like, okay. you're on this transport carrier, it's like screaming mass effect in your face, you crash land on a planet, you have this AI that's like in your head, who's female AI, talking to you and giving you mission objectives. Where's that from?
1: I, I, I was actually... Cortana? Uh, okay. Yeah, Halo? Yeah, yeah. It's very sure. Halo-esque. Yeah, yeah,
0: sure. Um, and this thing called the Ego gives you like biotic powers. Okay. So, like... Back to Mass Effect like it's not it's not a bad thing it's just very and like its own story with the Votans and the humans and like all that kind of stuff is very unique and very well it's, it's like an alien invasion story but they don't actually invade they just kind of take yeah. over the earth by unfortunate circumstances
1: the, the story kind of reminds me <coughs> District 9 yeah
0: okay. absolutely so it's like it's very it borrows from a lot but it's not bad and if if they can actually do this cross-media thing that they're trying Mm -hmm. to do and it actually, you have some impact in how it goes and that's really cool. But whether or not that will actually happen remains to be seen. Cool. What else have I played? I feel like I've played way more stuff. Uh, Sniper Ghost Warrior 2.
1: Awful, right? Yep, that's a game. Looks
0: cool. Looks really good. Really glitchy, really unpredictable. The same mechanic Mm. over, you know, a five-hour campaign over and over and over.
1: Is there multiplayer in
0: uh, There's multiplayer. It's two maps and one game mode. Wow. So I don't even know why there's multiplayer.
1: It'll probably sell really well in like Russia or something.
0: Maybe. Like it's, <laughs> it's
1: not bad. It's
0: not great. It's
1: good if you really just want a game about sniping.
0: Sniping. But I guess if you buy a game called Sniper. <laughs> yeah, sure. Then you're probably getting what you expect. Um, and I've been playing Nike plus connect training still I've got a fuel band that you can see so I've got 2,660 fuel for the day and it also tells me the time and that interfaces with my Nike running app and the Nike plus connect thing I talked about this on a podcast before so I'm not going to talk about it too much so I'm actually trying to keep fit with that which is nice and Bioshock but we already talked about that yeah been playing a bunch really excited about Injustice next week way more excited about Star Trek the week after
1: I don't, I don't know about Star Trek. I'm, I'm scared that it's just going to be another licensed game. I keep hearing all this stuff about it. It looks, it like looks a cover okay base, in places, then it looks, like but then it looks
0: not okay in places.
1: Yeah, I, I imagine it's just going to be a standard cover-based third-person shooter that takes four hours to finish. And it's going to be great for Star Trek fans. So yeah, well, if that's the case. And
0: it's got, it's got the same. Cast is the actual movie and it looks, you know, like Paramount's put some money into it. Um, when I saw the preview at E3, it looked pretty decent. Mm-hmm. I've, seen, I've seen clips and bits and pieces that look a lot worse than what I saw at E3. So, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm optimistic and hopeful about it and we'll see what Cautiously happens. Cautiously optimistic. Cautiously optimistic would be a very yeah. good way to term that. It, it reminds me
1: a bit of Terminator Salvation, which I'm a massive Terminator fan. My favourite sci-fi series. big bit crap now. But anyway... That game, i it was a short game, cover-based, standard third-person shooter. takes five hours to finish. Not a great game, but I loved it because it's Terminator. So I guess people will feel the same way about Star Trek. Yeah. Especially leading into the new movie. Sorry.
0: Third wall breaking. I'm just texting Leo because we're... Gunning through this podcast, and he's not here, so it might not be worth his while being here. No, probably not. No, that's what I was doing. <laughs> I was listening to what you were saying.
1: It. Long story <clears> short, <throat> it might be okay.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well,
1: <clears throat> how many awful
0: licensed movie tie-in games do we need before, like, you just can't make them anymore? And I'm trying to think of, you know, like what's come out recently that's been a movie tie-in: Iron Man, Thor. Like those weren't too bad they were they were you know they're not going to be game of the year by any any yeah. means but they're not they were they were like competent the, the, and as long as star trek is competent i don't really care
1: yeah the, the last good licensed game i remember playing i think was uh toy story 3 which i brought up today because i went and saw disney infinity today which i forgot to mention before. oh yeah can you talk
0: about it yeah, yeah, we nice. can talk about that. Because that's how remember me, but it's embargoed till May.
1: Yeah. Well, at least I don't think I'm under an embargo. If you weren't
0: told, then yeah, it's not your that's fault. True. That's true. But anyway, Toy
1: Story 3 was a great was a great license game. But that's Disney pretty much saying to the developer, look, you're in no rush to finish this when the movie's out. Give us an idea. They came up with the toy box mode where you could pretty yep. much open world experience. It's when the licensee holder says to the dev... You've got freedom to explore the license a bit. Yeah. But when they're like, you have to get this out by the time the movie's out, that's when you end up with a travesty of a game.
0: Did you... I forget what it's called. Did you play that Wolverine game?
1: Uh, I want to yes. say like
0: X-Men Origins Wolverine, yeah. but I don't think it was called that. No, no, I think it like was. Like it... Was
1: it? Yeah. And it was okay. It was a- because
0: like it was meant to be a Wolverine game that they reworked to tie into mm. the movie. But that was really good. Yeah, it was just
1: a <laughs> just hack and slash third person. it was. I saw it, yeah.
0: I think we're getting a- away from the people making movie tie-ins that just retell the story of the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're actually getting, <clears throat> you're getting a- an extra look into the world or in-, in the case of the Star Trek game, a game that takes place between the two movies. So the one that's happened and the one that's coming out in May. Mm. So, uh, yeah. Anyway, we haven't played this. So I don't know why we're talking about it. No. <laughs> <coughs> I'm also sick, as you can tell. Let's get into the news <coughs> as I die. Um, <coughs> I'm really going to die. What are we going to? I'll give you a topic and then I'll die and you can talk about it. Okay sure, Batman
1: uh, <coughs> the oh, the new Batman game Yes Arkham Origins <coughs> uh, I'm actually more interested two, in- two new Batman. yeah games. I'm actually more interested in the handheld game.
0: Batman <laughs> Arkham Origins Blackout
1: well, You know what I mean it, it sounds cool. it sounds like a 2.5 d side-scrolling fighting game air quotes
0: Metroidvania I love uh, when people use Metroidvania
1: we know it's going to look good because it's going to be on Vita and even 3DS we know it's going to look good it's Batman it's going to be going back to the classic genre that we all I'm sure love no one loves yes Metroidvania games do well
0: for a reason mm,
1: so I'm I'm really looking forward to that but yeah I love Arkham games they're pretty cool Um, new, new developer though right
0: yeah, um well sort of. So it's WB Montreal who did the Wii U port of Arkham City. Okay, so they they've, they've been well, around the, the yeah. franchise. They've they've worked with it. Um I I think it will be okay. Like I think it, there's been two Arkham games, you, you know, this one's open world like Arkham City. It'll have the same combat mechanics like it's, if they aren't reinventing the wheel, they'll just make a new property based on that existing technology. I think the news that I'm hoping will come out of this is that Rocksteady isn't attached to this game. But there were rumors that we'd get a prequel game and there were rumors that we'd also get a continuation of Arkham City. So if Rocksteady's not working on Origins, hopefully they're working on Batman Arkham World or... Universe. whatever you're going to call the next installment so continuing on from the story it's been a couple of years screw it I'm going to spoil this if you haven't played the game by now you should have they're going to continue on from what happens in the wake of Joker's death which I think would be cool
1: yeah um, what, I, what I need Warner Brothers to do after this when they get over Batman Mania and they get over this whole Arkham is make a good Superman game yes yes I like, mean, like Superman 64 yeah, right. yeah you know what Superman Returns which came out when the movie came out on DVD, yeah, that wasn't a bad. You know what? I, I thought it was really fun. You could fly around Metropolis. The city was pretty much dead. It was the, c- the
0: city was awful, and yeah. it was way too big for what it needed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And did you find all the kittens?
1: Oh, um, maybe found like three of them. I found all of them,
0: and you can't. Of course, you did. You can't. There's like a, not a map system. You can't track what you've done. So I thought I had them all, and I missed one. And I had to go to every single kitten location because I'm like, no, I'm going to do this now. Went to every single location oh. to try to find it they're pain in the ass to find anyway
1: but I mean not a bad game I want to see him do that open world how hard can it be It's Superman mm. give us a Spider-Man like game Spider-Man's pretty much indestructible I mean come on he's got the same sort of superpowers if they can do it for Spider-Man that's a different yeah. side anyway.
0: oh a, a Superman game open
1: world Superman game I mean
0: or just to create like the, the best bit about that Superman game was when you were at the start of it and it was mm. following Superman in space fighting crazy space, super-powered guys. You know, he wasn't, like, beating the snot out of carjackers. Mm -hmm. He was, like, fighting cool, super-powered alien things. Like, that was the coolest bit, because he doesn't have to hold back. He can go nuts and fly around and pick up weird... Like, that could be a Superman game. If if it was just in the middle of a city, like, stopping carjackers or da 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 -da, Mm -hmm. might get a bit tired. Well, that's,
1: that's the good thing about Batman, though, because... The Arkham games, it's like, okay, we get that he's a superhero, but he's not just a guy that goes around bashing bad guys. And you had all these different gameplay mechanics, you had a lot of stealth mechanics, you had all these different gadgets, you had a way, multiple different ways that you could enter an area of combat, you could even just avoid the enemies altogether. You know, so (coughs) there's room there to make a good game. I don't know why they don't do it. Hopefully they do one day. Yeah. yeah.
0: And so what else do we know about the game? From some of the screenshots from the Game Informer cover, uh, villains, I think Black Mask and Deathstroke have been confirmed. That's about it. No Robin, probably, which is sad. No Nightwing. That would be
1: interesting if they added I really like
0: Nightwing. Maybe, maybe we'll get Dick Grayson, Robin in this. But I doubt it. Origins is going to be like early, early days of Batman. But that's a cool thing that's going to happen. I'm proud of that. Um, do we talk about EA getting the worst company in America vote for the second year running? <laughs> you
1: know, what? I find this to be so funny because we all know that it's a bunch of really angry gamers
0: on 4 chat and Reddit. I mean, out. I
1: mean, worse than Bank of America, worse than BP. Exxon. Worse... I mean, come on, it's 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 pretty funny. I, I think it's pretty well.
0: Funny. The new, it's more news that EA takes it. A... To heart, yeah. like as much as they do, rather than the news itself. Um stuff that's been bothering me lately though is that they're trying to kind of balance off, yeah, we screwed up some city with, but look what we're doing in the gay and lesbian yeah, like yeah, issues so. space. And like, yes, they are they are making a lot of of headway into that, but I, I kind of feel like we're getting to the point, you know, like I'm biased about all this kind of stuff.
1: I'm a homosexual.
0: <laughs> um but like it feels like EA is trying to kind of wave that in the air saying oh look how good we are that's you know people are lashing out against us doing this that's why we're getting the the vote it's condescending well and also they're doing things that every company should be doing and like that games should have Mm. in their developments you know like there shouldn't be ooh there's a big deal here because we've added same sex you know relationships into a game like that should be in this day and age like part and parcel with anything so and And it makes me uncomfortable
1: it's It's kind of like, yeah, we're doing this, so let's just forget about all the bad things that we've done. And you'll forget about them. You won't even remember them. Don't worry about them. Why why are you voting us as the worst company in America? Well, that's part of the reason why, because you don't acknowledge what you've done wrong.
0: Yeah. Well, and SimCity, I don't even know where to start with that. So let's not...
1: Instead, let's say that
0: SimCity is getting a uh, Mac version on the 12th of June. Oh yes. So there's that's not a lot of... What, else, really what other news, news, news do you want? Actually, there's a lot of news around that. Yeah. It's cross... It's like PS's, PlayStation's cross-platform kind of thing. If you've bought a, PS co- PS. If you bought a PC copy, you get the Mac copy for free. If you buy the Mac copy, you get the PC version for free. And there's cross-platform saves, so you can play either. Mm-hmm
1: now that let's talk about SimCity for just one minute now that I've been playing Company of Heroes 2 which is so old school hardcore strategy it's exactly like the first game it's not too difficult but it's really unforgiving if you forget a unit or if you do something wrong the enemy whether you're playing against a human or the AI they will come back at you very hard yeah With SimCity, they've taken a strategy game that was all about the macro. It was all about building this massive city and building this metropolis. Whereas with SimCity, they've changed it to the point where it's more about individual choices that you make and the Sims themselves. And it's not so much a strategy game anymore. I don't get that feeling.
0: Yeah, that's. I haven't really played it. Yeah, it's. It's just.
1: uh, I actually went back to SimCity (laughs) two thousand. Instead, maybe two or three weeks ago, I went back and played that just randomly, and I had more fun with that than what I am with SimCity now. I had fun with it initially, but I mean, for a strategy game, for to be over a strategy game after only a couple of weeks, it's not doing a good job.
0: New, no. and it's the the Nissan free power station like promotion. Mm-hmm. Like if if you had that planned, and I was EA after all that's gone wrong with SimCity, I would have just. Yeah, that yeah, deal. Yeah, yeah. I would have paid whatever it cost and we could go away and not do it it's because it's extra stuff that you just don't need to have to deal with yeah. like extra controversy that they shouldn't need to have um, <clears throat> other stuff. What can we talk about? I'm just going through the news right now. We're clearly well prepared here today
1: there's a lot of news
0: we can't talk about well there's a lot of news but there's a lot of news that's not, it's not it's not it's, it's, we're in a lull period okay
1: we, I know what we can talk about yeah the whole ec- new Xbox those tidbits that have come out yeah the last For, couple of days first
0: thing that came out a couple of days ago there was an April 20 something Microsoft event planned that's been pushed back to a May 21st Microsoft See, event I thought the April
1: event was internal and May 21st was the one that the public could check yeah. out Stuff I've read
0: says yes to what you've just said, and stuff I've read says yes yeah. to what I've just said. So, and, at any rate, but I mean, they would be we, doing an external, yeah. in, uh, internal, a- at any screen. rate, we expect a reveal of this new next gen Xbox on the 21st of May. In theory, fingers crossed. Now, things that have come out today,
1: I'm very confused.
0: I am too. What, what's your interpretation well, of this? Okay,
1: so my interpretation is that. <laughs> At the core of the next Xbox's functionality is this idea that it's going to be your primary entertainment hub for your television, similar to what, think of Apple TV, but yeah. with games. Exactly. And you can, you can subscribe to TV packages, you can get your MBA, your MLB on there, you can get your Foxtel on there, obviously. They've got many a deal with cable providers around the globe, they've got Sky in the UK and Europe. They've got... Uh, God knows. I don't know what they've got in North America, but I'm sure they've got it. Verizon, I believe. Yeah, Verizon they, and got, Xfinity or something. We recently got Quickflix. They've got Netflix. So, yeah. in terms of entertainment, they've got it covered. They've got something like 30 million songs on we've there. Got, we've got Foxtel. Huh? Yes, which is pretty good. Yeah. Um, so, I, I, I get that that's going to be the core idea of the Xbox, and then, obviously, it's going to be able to play games. What I don't get is this talk about two different versions. You've got... We're going yeah. to have this next Xbox, but then Xbox TV. Is that just going to be a sit-top box? Well, Is it going to play games? Is it a cheaper Xbox 360? Well, I, don't, I don't get it.
0: So, so what I took from everything I read today was that there'll be a next-gen Xbox. There'll also be what I've kind of just thorn, thrown up as an Xbox Mini. And the Xbox... <coughs> sorry. The next-gen Xbox will play new discs... It will still be always-on, from what I read today as well, which is a stupid thing in the world. It won't have backwards compatibility. Why is it
1: stupid? I'll
0: just do <laughs> Australia doesn't have the infrastructure to make an always-on console work.
1: But isn't technically... You can still play local
0: content and stuff, so it's not, I don't even know. I don't understand how always-on playing local content in the same sentence works, to be honest. Okay. So I don't know what always- I don't even know what always-on means.
1: Well, I, I just suspect Always On means that to use any of its functions, you need to be connected to the internet, which is really not a lot different to what the Xbox 360 currently is. Where you can play games offline, but you can't access any of the other features on the console. True. You know, that, that's the way that I see it. And
0: yeah, well, if that's all it is, then that's
1: fine. I think that there's kind of this mentality among gamers that Always On equates to... You can't um, do anything unless yeah, you have an internet connection. You can't do anything, which I don't think that's the case. Because remember, Nintendo was saying that the Wii will be always online. Yeah, and it will download updates automatically. Which it was always online. Yeah. So I don't. I, I, I don't know. I don't so guess.
0: this next gen Xbox will have an HDMI in and out port. You're supposed to plug, in Australia's case, your Foxtel into the Xbox, and then your Xbox into the TV. So and they want mind. you to watch TV3 or Xbox, and it will put on like an overlay of Xbox function on Foxtel. Presumably, yeah. then you can control Foxtel with your Kinect. I'd like that. That last bit is pure speculation. Um, <clears throat> because the Xbox doesn't play 360 discs, there's an Xbox Mini, for lack of a better term, which almost to me feels like the old Xbox like HD, DVD kind of attachment. So like it'll be a little box that you can play games on digitally. It always needs the internet to be able to play those games, obviously. But it will also play 360 discs. And if you want your Xbox, next-gen Xbox, to be backwards compatible, you plug your Xbox Mini into the next-gen <laughs> Xbox, and then you can play old discs. That's how I... Yeah, that, make, that makes that.
1: sense. That makes sense. It's basically like the HD DVD attachment.
0: Yeah, kind of. So it's like it's really like that stupid Wii Mini that they have, which is like really just a, an old school mm-hmm. Wii without some of its capability. Like that's what I think the Xbox Mini thing is. Mm-hmm. So it's like a cut down version of a 360, but you can use it with the new Xbox that's coming out to have the best of both worlds i don't even know
1: (laughs) let's we should just wait until may because it's all speculation well that's the thing like Like, i'm just getting so sick and it's the gist on the
0: site like that's this kind of stuff is the stuff that's getting the most attention which is like just frustrating beyond belief because we're all speculating we have no idea Mm -hmm. it'd be so much easier if we just knew
1: yeah but this is we know that microsoft (laughs) have said countless times we're shifting towards entertainment. We've been interactive entertainment. We're going to broaden our approach now. It's going to be entertainment. The Xbox 360 basically already is an entertainment hub. I use yeah. it for Foxtel for movies, for music, for games. I do as well. You know? So. It,
0: that's what... We, we've seen the PS4 game-wise at that reveal last month, or the month before, whenever it was now. E3 is going to be everything that's not games. Guaranteed, all the presentations at E3 that Sony do are going to be the same kind of, like, entertainment hub-centric, I reckon.
1: Plus the last card, yeah.
0: Plus the last card.
1: <laughs> Hopefully.
0: <coughs> on the subject of the next Xbox, did you hear about uh, Adam Orth?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Microsoft Studios creative director <laughs> who went on Twitter last week and just, like, ripped into people. Um... He started off by saying sorry I don't get the drama around having an always on console every device now is always on I think we need to the, and breaking away from this for a second what we were saying before we what really need to like define always on but anyway he says that's the world we live in hashtag deal with it and then he you know continued on to saying electricity goes out too so if you don't have internet you know like just literally deal with it now unfortunately Microsoft didn't you know, like, authorize him to say any of this stuff. Like, it's pure speculation, you know. He
1: basically confirmed that the console's always on. He's He's confirmed. In theory, but,
0: yeah. So, of course, Microsoft, you know, took the offensive and were like, oh, we have no idea what he's saying. We didn't authorize this. We, you know, he doesn't represent us. Well, today it turns out that he's either resigned on his own doing or he's resigned because Microsoft had asked him to resign. But, nonetheless, he no longer works at Microsoft.
1: He'll be back. You reckon? Yeah, he'll be back there. Come on, come on. Yeah, I, I, I think it had more to do with his general demeanour towards gamers and consumers, rather than revealing that it's always on. Yeah, because he was being a bit of a you know obnoxious. Yeah, and it was pretty simonious. much like, well, I mean, the way I saw it, it it's not that I. Agreed with him, but it's not that I disagree I'm just like, all right, dude, yeah. Just there's get over it, there's right? a time and a place, though, and he, yeah.
0: he totally didn't respect that. So it's it's sad that he's mm. not working there, but it's also kind of funny. Just it is. keep your head down and don't say anything if you're not allowed to. That's how the world works, unfortunately. It is. Yeah. What else? There's not a lot of other news that's you know worth talking about. I don't think. Um, EA Canada put out a. Did you read about this? EA Canada oh, no, NBA, put out a, yes, uh, yeah, a little survey for people in Vancouver to fill out so they, gauging their NBA 2K Pros. Yeah.
1: So they, they must... Because we know that <laughs> NBA Live apparently is still in development at the Florida studio. Yeah,
0: in Orlando, correct.
1: So maybe the, either development shifted there or they're working on a new NBA jam or... Yeah, well it was EA Canada that
0: were... So EA Canada is obviously in Vancouver. They, were they working on... Live 13 no, and then it got shifted Florida, to Orlando sure. I thought it got shifted already to Florida
1: before it was cancelled yeah uh, maybe it did yeah
0: and then like I don't know and then it's maybe shifted back or maybe it's a different game altogether but
1: uh, yeah. hopefully we'll find out they, so. they have t- I, someone I mean I guess part of the reason why they lost their CEO he said it was for accountability I have no doubt that that's come into play because they had they dominated that market. They had such a large market oh, share. Yeah. They lost all of it, not just a majority of it, all of it to the competitor. They lost the entire market share to the competitor. Yeah. Imagine if Call of Duty lost their entire FPS, the entire FPS market to a competitor. Well, it's you know, it's, I mean, it's like
0: this. It's like the mad the NFL story in reverse. Mm-hmm. You Like Two ks to put out a football game, and then you know, like EA, and it was great. EA tied up you know, licensing with NFL and then, you know, you you get a market hold for a couple of years. Mm. Other people have tried releasing football games without the NFL license, like Backbreaker and stuff. Like, it doesn't work. Like, it's cemented now. Madden is football Mm. and pretty much we're getting to the point where NBA 2K 2K, is basketball.
1: They've ruined the NBA Live brand, which is such a shame because I grew up playing that and Mm. it's some of my best early gaming memories with that franchise and they just ruined it. NBA Elite, that demo, I've still got it on my Xbox. So I'll never get rid of it. Just to have it there is kind of like a memento. But a memento of times past. It was the worst thing I've ever played. One of the worst things I've ever played. If you play basketball games, the, the, the control scheme was pathetic. It was just, they were trying so hard to compete with NBA 2K. It actually frustrates me a little bit. Oh well. Time goes, life goes on.
0: Yeah, I still have my NHL game, so I don't really care. Ha 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 ha. Rubbing it in. Sorry. Um, I don't think there's a lot of other news that I want to really talk about, to be perfectly honest. We've had a big March. We've had a whole bunch of games. and I think we're all just having a bit of a breather.
1: So the, the, the month ends with Justice and Star Trek. And injustice
0: then, is mid, mid-month, and Star Trek's end of the month. And then
1: the next big game is The Last of Us, which is in the dead period of June. June? I think
0: there's some May games. I feel like there's May games, yeah. but I can't think of what.
1: don't
0: think so i'm gonna look really quickly while we uh talk about it
1: but yeah i think it's it's strange that the last of us is coming out in may
0: well there's always like one game that comes out during e3 which i can't understand but that's a thing that happens um video game releases 2003 may (laughs) i'm just checking really quick if it doesn't work i'm gonna give up we're really prepared aren't we it's good (laughs) oh yeah riveting riveting stuff Um, no. Well, potentially Far Cry 3 Blood Dragon, but that hasn't actually been confirmed. So I was right. You were right. Yeah. Uh, Deus (laughs) Ex Director's Cut. Okay. Wii U. Uh, Metro Last Light apparently comes out in May. Oh, that's right. Correct. Resident Evil Evil Revelations on uh, everything that's not 3DS anymore.
1: Metro Last Night. Fuse, end of the month
0: as well. May 31st, apparently.
1: EA's having a show for that.
0: At the very, very start of May, I noticed that. Mm. There you go. Great. We're just kind of petering off here, aren't we?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, the next massive thing in the industry is E3, pretty much. Yeah.
0: And then following that, very quickly afterwards, Melbourne gets PAX Oz, which I'm super excited about. That should be fun. Mm. Um, We might have more news from Moviesoft, but we just missed it, because that's where Ben is. We didn't really talk about where Ben and Leo are. Leo's at Disney Infinity right now. Ben's at... Ubisoft on their digital I didn't talk about release date talk about Disney Infinity
1: okay so it's basically all your favourite Disney car I, I'm actually really excited for this game because it looks great including um, Marvel
0: including Star Wars including old school oh, like DuckTales oh,
1: okay okay <coughs> see Star Wars and DuckTales DuckTales gets a mention Ooh. Um, it's more of a it's not a character or a play set so let me explain it first. Disney Infinity, yeah, sorry. you've got it's kind of like it's not it's Skylanders but not. You get your little characters, you get a little portal, um, and when you have a character on, say you've got Mr. Incredible, you put him on the portal, you'll be transferred to the Incredibles playset, which is a giant city from the Incredibles, and it's an open world city. If you swap him out with Captain Jack Sparrow. Then you're on a massive ship that you're controlling on seas and you're battling out with other uh, ships and you can go to islands and search for treasure. It's like Assassin's Creed 4. It actually looked a lot (laughs) better. So you've got that. You've got play sets for all the different characters, all the different Disney movies, but then you've got the toy box mode, which is basically a free-for-all. You can do... I mean, it's hard to explain the extent of what you can do in this mode.
0: Jessica from Player Attack was at... remember me with me and she described it as Minecraft with better graphics
1: yes that's that's actually what I was thinking when he was demonstrating it today cool Um, you can do pretty much anything you want at one point I called in uh, Cinderella's stagecoach and I added uh, some monster truck wheels to it I added rocket wheels to it and then in the air suspended in the air I created this epic motor racing track and we all raced around this track and another thing i did was i created a football field and i got some sticks i was the afl massive i set the goals up and i using my magic wand in the game i did it so that whenever the ball goes through the two big sticks the game would automatically add a goal to the scoreboard that That is really cool yeah so you could technically play a game of football with your characters in the game so it's really good. On in terms of Star Wars and Ducktales, um, there seems to be sort of a hint slash wink. They'd be
0: stupid not to do something
1: yeah. like that. I mean, at the moment that they're going to start with like the, the typical, um, you know, Monsters Inc., Toy Story, Pirates of the Caribbean, yeah. Cars. So the standard Disney fixer yeah.
0: characters. Stanley Disney. Ah, just Pixar. Pixar. Yeah.
1: Um, but yeah, there's. A few Aladdin things in there as well, but yeah, nice. it's, it's looking really, really good.
0: Aladdin, was uh, this has nothing to do with Disney. Thirty Aladdin mm-hmm. on the Sega Genesis, sorry, Old the school. Sega Master System,
1: Masters Mega Drive, Mega mm-hmm.
0: whatever, was one of my favorite games of all time. Like it's so awesome.
1: Ducktales reboot is something <coughs> we can talk about, or well, maybe that was mentioned last week's
0: podcast. I think they did, but you talk about it if you want. <coughs> no, it. Really Ducktales to that. HD remaster, yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, I can't remember playing DuckTales. I remember playing Aladdin. I remember playing it vaguely, but yeah. I played Aladdin in Batman games, not okay. DuckTales. Okay. But I like DuckTales. The show's great. I actually yeah.
1: imported the season one. Really?
0: because you can't Not it Ponytails in. or Dolphin tails. No DuckTales. Ooh. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I'm done. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I think we're almost done, eh? Yeah. Cool. Well, we need to finish off Split with... Sound. Exactly. Which...
1: We're going to do now?
0: Yep. Yeah. That was... That's a hard one. I don't even know. <laughs> but it's probably one of the things we've talked about at some point in today's uh, podcast. I'm going to just take a, a hazard guess and say it's an amazing sci-fi sound from Defiance. Mm. It's okay. probably not going to be that. Yeah, it you, might be. might be. Probably not going to be. Um, Gaetano, how do we get in touch with you? How do we get in touch with you your website?
1: can tweet me on the Twitters... At mm-hmm. Gaetano underscore Prestia, P-R-E-S-T-I-A. Or you can find me on MMGN.com. I'm the guy with the Beta surname. I'm Beta. B- beta. beta. Nice. Yeah. Cool. That's
0: m- it. And MMGN.com. MMGN. m
1: M-M for Mary. G. M-M-M-G-N. M-M-M-G-N.
0: Hmm.
1: M-M-M-G-N. How do we contact
0: you? I'm Staviver on the internet, Staviver on Twitter, Staviver on... Facebook.
1: (laughs) Maybe maybe I should have some sort of consistency like you.
0: Yeah, but people say Stevavor, they don't get it. So, you know, like it's, it's a mixed bag, really. Um, and obviously you can get in touch with any of us from the websites. We'll find it if you make a comment somewhere. Same goes for the secret sound. If you want to email friendlyfirecast at gmail.com with your answer, you certainly can. Otherwise, if you want to leave a, a comment on the post on other survivor MMGN, we'll read it there if you want to go to facebook and stuff you might have to kind of flag our attention to it but we're pretty pretty open to your comments so just send them through really we'll appreciate it um and i think that's really going to do it for this week yeah a nice lean 50 minutes perfect i like it all right bye everybody bye